Welcome to the Charles Van Horn Show. Today is Friday, February the 5th, 2021. And today I have with me Josh and Antoine sharing in another one of our shows today. And we're going to just have a, a great forum, an open topic, discussing whatever falls on our hearts and on our minds. And guess what? Since we last met a month ago, everything has changed. We had an insurrection. We had a... A new president sworn in, vice president sworn in. We've had QAnon conspiracies uh, elected to the to the admit uh, to the Congress. And guess what? It's still so much to discuss. So we're gonna dive right in. I'm glad to to be back after a hiatus. We all need a little break from time to time, but it's good that we can come and you know let let off a little steam and discuss was on our minds because we have so much. I mean, I thought after Trump left that things would die down, but it looks like uh, some of the, you know, uh, the, the, the garbage is still here. So there's gonna be a long period of taking out the trash. So we might as well get ready for it and enjoy the ride. But I'm so thankful that we have adults in the room now. We have Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and a competent uh, a group of people who are running the State Department, a competent group of people who are running uh, the chairs of the Congress. And I feel pretty, you know, I feel pretty, you know, safe, more safe than I did before. I feel more secure than I did the last four years. So let's dive right in. You know what's on my mind. I want to address the insurrection. The insurrection. I can't say it enough. We had an insurrection, people. Uh, Trump supporters came on January the 6th, and they actually were intent on killing elected officials and, if possible, burning down the house if they couldn't get the result that they wanted. And if we don't really see that we have a problem in our country, I don't know what will bring us uh, to a better visual than what was shown to us on January the 6th. It was horrific. People died. And it was all because there were a group of people who felt very angry because the election did not go their way. So they decided that if it didn't go their way, nobody would win. So they came, they stormed the Capitol, they defecated inside the Capitol, they urinated inside the Capitol, and they tore down... Uh, curtains, uh, maced police officers, anything you can imagine, they were there to do it. So it has left me really in a, in a state of awe. I'm still somewhat awestruck because they seem, some of them seem to be getting away with it. Not all of the people who committed these, these crimes have been arrested. There are still a few who have escaped uh, actually being punished for the crimes that they committed. So Hopefully the long arm of the law will be able to reach them and they can be charged appropriately for the, the crimes that they committed. So I'll open the floor up now. I know I've been talking now for probably about a good five to six minutes. I'll share. You know, sharing is caring. So I'm going to share. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, Julie and I were playing this game the other night and we had this, uh, there's this conversation question that said, if you could live through any part of history like in person what would it be and i remember saying man i feel like we've lived through just so much history 
I don't, I can't even think of anything else. Like, I don't want to do anything historical right now. I just want to be chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you're right. Just four years, event after event after event. So I need a break. A madness. I mean, think about it. We've had, this has been one week. It's been, there there have been things going on. I mean, there there's a lot of moving and shaking going on on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. A lot of, um, you know, a lot of changes. Uh, we still have a pandemic going, but doesn't it feel like it kind of went by uneventful? Yeah. You know, there were things going on. Yeah. Um, still, I, I, you know, if, when you see Joe Biden speak, mm-hmm. it's just about the business. Mm-hmm. And, and after what we've endured for the last four years, it really does seem like it's boring. But I like boring. Yes, yes, yes. This is the good kind of boring. Yeah, the good kind of boring. I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah. More boring. Yeah, I love this boring. <laughs> I was going to share with y'all that, like, I have a, I've been feeling great this week in such a better mood. Yeah. And sleeping so well because I've. I just don't feel the need to listen to so much news. Yes. Like, I know news is happening. Yes. There's still some things that make me upset, but I'm not listening to it as much, and I know, I feel more confident about the leadership yes. we have now, <laughs> and it feels great. I'm just moving on to doing other obsessions. Correct. <laughs> Correct. myself with, like, fun stuff. Correct. Yeah. i following about, like, all the stock market drama going on. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You mean the GameStop? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and those AMC stocks? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. You got to love it. I mean, there are things that are, are, are going on now that we have truly missed. It is like we have lived through four years of a bad reality show. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's 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 hard. It's because our reality has been forever changed not just by the previous administration but by the fact that you know we've had to watch sporting events with empty stands mm-hmm. we, we, we're walking around on a daily basis with uh design a mask on mm-hmm. uh, some of us are working at least part-time or full-time from home that's never happened um it's it's just a different world i mean our church services are totally virtual for it uh, you know for the foreseeable future yes and, it, it's just it, it's so much I hear people saying I can't wait back wait to get back to normal but I just want to say what the hell does that look like yeah what well, is normal now this is normal yeah <laughs> I mean this is normal yeah and some parts of this will just be here I think and some for good or some for not so good but I mean we've discovered new innovations yes. we've, we've discovered that you know you know some technology I know even my dad who he doesn't like technology so much but he's even doing zoom calls now wow wow i mean there there are things that now now he doesn't prefer doing doing a zoom call but he sees where hey this might be kind of cool yeah and we've learned to conduct business in different ways um i do miss being able to you know i'm a hugger Mm -hmm. it's being able to hug my friends yeah you know with the warm greeting I, i miss that Yep. You know, and, and it'll be back. It will. It, it, it's coming back. And, you know, I've even kind of changed my stance on the vaccines. You know, it, it looks like it, we won't grow a third eye on my forehead or turn into one. <laughs> you know, anything like that. But I, I still, you know, I, I'd rather four hours, you know, I'm not jumping in front of the line. 
to get you know get the shot just so I don't have to wear a mask and right, people right. In, our, in our population that need it. I mean, really need it. I mean, we have people that are, that are at risk. Yes. You know, yes. You know, health issues or you know, our elderly. They're they're vulnerable. And, you know, I'm fine. I'm not in the best shape that I've been in, but as long as we remain careful and keep doing what we've been doing, I can wait my turn. Yeah, yeah, we all can. And as long as we're getting our test and showing that we're still negative, guess what? We're good. I went and had me a test done Sunday, as a matter of fact, and it was negative. So I'm grateful. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. I'm taking a lot of high-dose vitamins, vitamin D, vitamin, uh, vitamin D3, vitamin C. Uh, take... Uh, Everything that I can pretty much, you know, swallow that will try to keep my immune system, you know, up. Because, you know, we do have a lot of elderly people in our country and we want them to go ahead and get the benefit of it because uh, we don't want that wisdom, you know, to escape. We want to keep these people here as long as, as long as possible because they are family members, they are friends, and uh, we don't want the entire population just dying off. So. It's best to you know to to let them you know go ahead and, and, and get the vaccine, and as we're thinking about the vaccine, uh, where you open that subject, uh, I'm I'm looking at uh, all of the other uh, vaccines that are coming to market. I think we have Johnson and Johnson, we have AstraZeneca. All of these vaccines are waiting for FDA, uh, I guess, some type of approval. And once they're approved, guess what? There there will be more vaccines uh, uh, available. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm grateful. And like Josh said earlier, I feel, you know, I feel better with a uh, new administration at the helm. I really do. I'm, I'm sleeping better. I have to admit that I'm not fretful uh, thinking what is happening with Trump. And uh, what I've done since our last uh, podcast I actually uh, decided I would take a hiatus from Facebook for a while. I know you haven't seen any of my posts. I actually deactivated my account, but I decided to play a game uh, earlier this week. And guess what? It reactivated my account. But <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I, ha I haven't made any posts, so I haven't even went on Facebook. But I did see that it reactivated my account when I played the game. So... When you play the game, you, you, you when you play silly games, you get silly prizes. So, <laughs> so I did. Facebook owns it all. <laughs> I did not know that. Algorithms, <laughs> baby. Algorithms. You're right. You're right. You're right about that. So I was I was also impressed uh, based on the House bringing an impeachment, a second impeachment against Donald Trump. I was uh, presently, or pleasantly, I should say, pleasantly surprised to see Liz Cheney and several other Republicans uh, vote that Trump, you know, should be impeached. But look at what it has cost these Republicans. It has cost them uh, now to face probably primary challenges in the future because of the crazy caucus that they are a part of. The crazy caucus wants all of their members to be loyal. If they can't be loyal, they will be primaried, they will be censured, uh, they will be attacked by fellow Republicans. That is crazy looking at these people uh, try to destroy one another just because a person voted their conscience. And I had to uh, actually give uh, Liz Cheney kudos, not that I agree with 
anything that Liz Cheney does, I actually pretty much am in total disagreement with most of her philosophy, but I did give her kudos because she had the cojones to actually stand up for something that she believed in. And she believed, like many Americans, that President Trump incited the riot. I believe that he did. He incited those people to go to the Capitol. We're going to the Capitol, and I will be there with you. He never showed up, but he promised them that he would be there. I guess he meant he would be there with them in spirit, but not in body. <laughs> because if I if I remember the story correctly, he was still back at the White House in in his in his briefs watching the show on television as it as it erupted. So it's good that uh, we do have this new administration in office. I'm thankful that there were over 80 million people who voted for a change. I'm grateful that uh, we were able to bring some sanity back to this nightmare that we were in because it was a nightmare. We never knew what was about to happen or how close we were to uh, uh, calamities. We never knew how close we were probably to losing our democracy, but thankfully, thankfully, uh, 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 President Joe Biden uh, and uh, Vice President Harris were able to win the election. So what's on your what's on your mind, guys? I can't stop thinking about accountability and how important that's going to be for me when I look at a candidate. Mm. Like, are they willing to hold their party accountable? Yes, yes, yes. The GOP's flip-flopping. They said a lot of stuff night of, but I remember seeing that Lindsey Graham go on TV and blaming the insurrection on Nancy Pelosi. Yes, Nancy Not Pelosi. Them. Right. Like, are you crazy? Yes. Crazy like a fox. Yes, crazy. Cowardly fox. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, to, to have um, some of the members of the GOP to uh, one night say that this whole thing was an insurrection that was instigated by the president mm -hmm. turn right back around and say, blame uh, Antifa. And, yeah, yeah. And I'm, it does, it's a head scratcher. And really, the GOP is in trouble because the way that they and it's the way that they, you know, carry on business, as you said earlier, it's about loyalty, whether it's wrong or right. Mm -hmm. If it's wrong, we have to band together and just, you know, uh, go go along with the wrong. Yeah, we, yeah. We can't step outside our lines, and now it's really causing some damage. I mean, look at what you have in our governing offices, you have a nutbag from Georgia who is a non-believer talking about Jewish lasers starting forest fire. You didn't see those Jewish lasers, Antoine? They were pointing right at California. You didn't see them? <laughs> I mean, what is this battle starting to or something? I mean, what, what are we talking about here? It's, it's like, and, and if you're in other places around the world, see, the problem with Americans is that, you know, when, when we travel, we don't pay attention. You know, and a lot of people don't get a chance to travel. I know I've known people in my past that have never gone beyond beyond their city limits. Wow. And if you don't get out and see other cultures and go to other parts, you don't realize that it, it, it's not as perfect as we think it is. America is a great country. It it's is. Only, it's the people that live in it. That's right. That's and right. And right now, we have, for our capital to, to be, stormed and attacked and have 
you know, these flags flying around inside our Capitol building. You know, the Confederacy didn't make it into the Capitol building in the Civil War. How the hell are you going to let that happen now? Wow. So, I mean, when you look at that, and you know when we saw the insurrection going on, we, we've talked about this. When you saw all of that and you were looking at it on television, you know, the first thing, if you are, you know, you know anyone that's not white, and mm. you saw that, the first thing you're thinking is, oh, there's no way. Yeah. There's a crowd of black people, we would see carnage unlike you've seen in the history of this country. Yes. They wouldn't have had these uh, drone strikes on the Capitol. You're... In fact, they would have gotten <laughs> close. You're I mean, right. There would have been fence. There would have been a wall. You talk about build a wall. There would have been a wall that would have been erected. They never would have gotten past that wall. You're right. So what happened is what we've seen over the last... 40 years, three months, or whatever, is that the blinders have been snatched off, the band-aid is off the wound, and the light is shining on us. Mm -hmm. Where we go in the future from now is very important. You know, uh, our our very respect in, in, on this globe is riding on where we go from this point right now. That's right. Got, there are a lot of wounds that have to be healed. There are a lot of friendships that need to be fixed. There's there there's just a lot of things that that need to be repaired right now. And if we look in the future, I mean, okay, seems like we have a little relief now. 2020, 2024 is not that far away. Correct. And you know, I hate to be the voice of doom and gloom, but it is what it is. And if we don't recognize that and just sit back and and just say, okay, everything is fine. I know it's not. No, it's not. I'm still checking in the, the citizenship in some place in Africa where my wife and I won't be murdered. I mean, that's, I, I'm looking around in other places just in case things go south. Mm-hmm. I, I really, you talk about QAnon and their conspiracy theories. Elon Musk is setting up home for rich people right now, mm-hmm. setting rockets up there. I do believe they're trying to leave this place. <laughs> trying to get out of here and leave scorched earth behind for the rest of us to die for radiation poison. <laughs> and that's not a cure another theory. Just think for a second what what's going on. Trying to get a get the hell away from here, huh? I mean, really. I mean, because if you have means, correct. Then you have choices. If you don't have means, that limits how much you can do. If you want to leave the state of Alabama. You don't have a job and mm-hmm. you don't have, you're not rich. Guess what? You're not leaving the state of Alabama. You'll be right here. That's right. That's right. You're right about that. I mean, right now, no, I'm not relaxing whatsoever. There's a lot of work that has to be done. Um, right now, all of the, the nuts are out running around. All the different white supremacist groups are out there. I mean, we've seen, you know, it come right to our doorstep. And, and honestly, um, as far as, it just, nothing has changed as far as race relations in this country. It's just that now we can see it. Correct. It doesn't require a robe anymore. Right, correct, correct. And we're living in these, these times where, as you said, we still have to remain vigilant. I think this is just an uh, opportunity for us to take a breather for the next few years, but during that time, we still need to be trying to, you know, uh, bring about awareness to issues. We need to be trying to change the hearts and minds of people who have actually drunk the Kool-Aid and have enjoyed the Kool-Aid that the Trump administration has served for the last four years. I don't really know what's in that Kool-Aid, 
but it's very, very contagious because it seems that some of the people that I have known all my life who were pretty logical thinking individuals, once they go into that room and they drink that Kool-Aid, it seems that their whole way of thinking becomes warped and it, it seems that they have a, a, a way of now accepting you know, falsehoods and conspiracy theories as reality. So it scares me that if a logical thinking person can be manipulated and convinced, uh, then there's a possibility that more people, you know, could buy into this. I was watching a CNN uh, special and they showed one of the people who was uh, recently uh, uh, part of the QAnon conspiracy group she came out of it and uh, she was saying how strong it is to be a part of that group how uh, the, how those algorithms those facebook algorithms they actually started sending her all type of information and videos and pretty soon she found herself going deep and deep deeper down the rabbit hole and before she knew it she was a total nut job she lost a good relationship with her her four-year-old daughter she was just always upset, always angry, and always believing in the weirdest things. And it took, you know, it took a lot of uh, uh, love from her mother and her friends to actually pull her out of that place that she was in because she was totally committed. She really thought that uh, wealthy Democrats were, you know, getting young girls and, and, and eating babies. She really thought this was real. And if you think of some, if you listen to some of these conspiracies, to us, it's so asinine and far-fetched that we think who in their right mind could actually believe something like this. But let me tell you, there are millions of people who have actually have bought into this conspiracy and they are accepting it, you know, wholeheartedly. So, you know, it seems that the Republican Party right now has been overtaken by these type of individuals. And I don't think that the party can actually come back from this. I think that they have actually given the reins over to these uh, demented type of people and they will you know, continue to do strange and weird things as long as uh, they're in control. And so I believe that's where we're, we're at right now in our politics. And it is good that we have adults at the, at the helm right now, but I don't know how long that will last because guess what? Each of these states where Joe Biden won that's in Republican district, guess what? They're passing legislation. They're passing new laws in state in state houses to make it harder for people to vote. So guess what? They're getting rid of mail-in voting. They're getting rid of drop boxes. They're making you now, if you vote, you have to show your ID not once, but twice. They're trying to make it so cumbersome that people who would just normally walk up and vote would finally become so you know, frustrated that they would say, what the hell, I'm not voting. That's what they want. They want people to, to grow weary so they don't vote because the only way that Republicans win is if they cheat. And they're going on a full cheat campaign right now to cheat and they don't care who's watching. No one does it better than them. No one. No one. No one's experience. Yeah, they have years of experience and they're good at it. But I'm glad I'm glad about one thing that I've noticed. I've I've noticed that 
the Democrats have learned from some of their mistakes. They were they were always during the Obama administration Trump across the aisle for uh, Republican. You know, you know, we want to be bipartisan, and I think they learned their lesson. Uh, they're getting ready now to uh, pass the president's uh, uh, his plan. I think it's a one point nine trillion dollars if i'm correct i think it costs that much 1.9 trillion dollars yeah the stimulus package it has a lot inside of it it's it's just not you know uh checks for americans who are in need but it has a lot of stimulus uh money in it for the COVID vaccine it has a lot of a lot of good things in it and uh they're actually having to do this by a 50 one vote margin because guess what none of the republicans right now are voting for it so uh they have a name for it i forgot the name of it uh, that legal uh that congressional name that they're they're calling it that it passes by 51 votes but it looks like now we'll we'll be able to help those who are really in need not just the rich and powerful but we'll also be able to help the middle class and those who are suffering and that's that's a good thing because we're all part of this experiment, this American dream, and if it, it 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 leaves out those who are who are less fortunate, then it's not really uh, helpful. So I'm glad that the president, you know, stood his ground. He said he would not buckle. He promised this uh, during the campaign, and he said he would stick to it. And I, I, I applaud him for that. Well, guys, let's look at one other. Uh, good thing that is coming out of uh, uh, this new administration. I think now that we're getting ready to talk to our allies as well as our enemies, I think that uh, President Joe Biden has uh, told Iran that he's coming back to the Paris uh, climate agreement. He's coming back to uh, the table with Iran to actually, uh, uh, you know, uh, what was the agreement that they made with Iran that Trump voided years ago? What was it called? The uh, the pact that they made, I uh, can't think of the name of it right now, but he's coming back to the table on that. As long as Iran upholds its part of the deal, then the United States will be there to uphold their part of the deal. So it's, good thing, it's a good thing that we're talking to people again because we had it for so long, for the last four years, we were uh, at it alone. We had America first and, and we were first by ourselves. We were really by ourselves in the world. The world had turned its back on us. But apparently Joe Biden believes in bridge building. So he has reached out to world leaders. And uh, once again, they're inviting us back to the round table. So that's a good thing that we're able to have discussions again, show the world that we're not just a bunch of crazy uh, loons over here, but that we're actually a bunch of people that has common sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but one thing that the world is telling us that we can no more, we can no longer uh, dictate to the world as we did before. We can no longer uh, say that we are the shining, uh, the shining star on top of the hill or the light that lights the world. Because for the last four years, uh, we have shown the world that we're <laughs> we're full of problems. We have a bunch of problems in our country and we can't really tell anyone else to clean up their house when our house is out of order so the world now doesn't look to us for leadership they look to us to get our act together and just be part of the the community 
I truly believe that we, that uh, as a nation, um, unless you're part of the elitist crowd, I, I, I think that lately we've been humbled. Yeah. Uh, because just to see the, the, you know, the video from the Capitol, those are the types of things that happen in third world countries when there's, you know, an assault on their, their place of government to overthrow the government because they don't, you know, because uh, corruption or just don't like the way that um, things turned out. I mean, and it's just the hypocrisy that you hear, you know, as, as you guys said earlier about, you know, Republicans cheating. It's funny that the one that's crying so much about you know, cheating and voting irregularities. Um, imagine what would have happened back in 2016 if, if on the opposite side, the same thing would have happened, uh, and that the rules have just been different. Uh, it's it's been a different philosophy on either side, and I think that on the Democratic side, they could they could be stronger. Yeah. You know, as far as you know, standing their ground on what's right for the citizens of this country. And I just believe sometimes, forget the political games, it's what should be right for, you know, the common man in this country. This building was, I mean, this country was built on the backs of the poor and middle class. Mm-hmm. You know, the rich have benefited from it. Correct. They, they don't get dirty, but basically it's the it's the ones that can't live, that don't live in mansions. Is it During the COVID crisis, it's the people that have to be out there all that don't have the option to work remotely and be able to, you know, be at, be at home, you know, on a computer or on a yacht somewhere away from everybody. They don't have that option. Mm-hmm. Without people that are the essential workers, without them, this country crashes. You're right. You're right about that. And and I was uh, going, you know, as we go back and look at the Capitol uh, insurrection that happened, it was amazing to see the elected officials uh, trying to find a place to hide. It was amazing also seeing how they, at that time, uh, had to go and grab then Vice President Pence and try to get him to a secure location because the crazies were looking for him. They even wanted to hang him, and he was part of uh, of the Republican Party. They didn't really care. They just wanted anyone who did not carry the ideology of Trump to actually, you know, just die. We'll kill you if if necessary because you're not kissing the ring of the the dictator Pope. And so I'm grateful that uh, the, the police and the military were able to, you know, bring back law and order. But I'm sad also in a way that people lost their their life. There were people who were maimed. There were people, I heard today that one officer, he may not keep one of his eyes because he was beaten so badly. And so, you know, there there there's a lot that went on and it was done by people who call themselves fellow countrymen. That's what they call themselves. They're part of the same country, but they act like they're still fighting a civil war. They're, they're acting like rebels. And, and it seems like these guys, in my opinion, they really now, I, I probably will be out of order for this, but it seems that these guys have a lot of testosterone and they really need to just go somewhere and get laid. 
because they're just, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, they're just out here fighting and climbing walls. That's insanity, man. That's insanity. And, and, and if, if you have this much energy to actually start scaling up the Capitol walls like a crazed lunatic, then there, that shows you that there's an imbalance somewhere in your life because you're not balanced. You're not a balanced individual if you're going against the very country that you are a part of simply because you did not like the results of an election. Oh my goodness, these people really need a life so that they can grow up. It's more to life than just politics. We have so much more to actually focus on, as Josh was saying. I'm glad to be able right now to, uh, I haven't slept uh, in on a Saturday in a long time, but last Saturday, I was able to stay in bed till what, eight o'clock. I haven't done that in years but I was able to stay in bed till eight o'clock a.m. and then get up. I haven't been able to do that for so long because normally I would be up at three or four in the morning wondering what was going on in our in our world. But thankfully it seems like uh, the temperature has, has actually, you know, went down some and I'm hopeful that we can get some things done and some actual laws passed that will keep this from happening in the future. Charles, I was going to say, just imagine if you have been one of these um, Trump disciples and one day when, when the smoke clears and you wake up and you realize, oh my goodness, what have I done? Mm. And you have that moment where you, you basically, for a lot of people that have been caught on these videos and the FBI have come knocking on their door. Just imagine what you've just screwed your life over for. Right. <laughs> I mean, think it's about it. Crazy. You've screwed your life over for a man hmm. who basically is everything that is the antithesis of everything that this country stands for or says it stands for. If you talk about evangelists and they talk about, you know, religion and you know, this is. He's a 180 from everything that that's being preached. Correct. You know, churches around this country, you know, and he he is the bottom of the barrel. He just happens to have, <clears throat> you know, money. So he says. We still don't know because we haven't seen his taxes. He just <laughs> he's a grifter, right? Basically, and now he has money because the same dodos that have been, were climbing the wall gave away their hard-earned money. Now he has like $400 million. Maybe I should pull a grip like that. You can donate to my prize fund. You know what I mean? But one day, these people are going to grow and they're going to wake up, hopefully, and look around and say, what an idiot I was. And I need to fix my life. Because for the good of the country, I think a lot of it is fear. Is that all of the science is saying that this country is going to be at one point the United States was 90% white and that's going away in a hurry and I think the fear is that all of a sudden now it won't be that the world wasn't meant to be a pure race of anything it really wasn't so I mean uh, the thing is it just accept the fact all part of the human race it should have been split in colors in the first place you're right or economic status. I mean, there are places that's outside of this country. You go over to India, they still have a caste system. You know, 
I mean, and, and which is a shame that people are subjugated under someone else because they don't have the means that, you know, another class has and they're treated like animals. So I don't know if this earth will ever be fixed, but I can't worry about, you know, my whole planet. I worry about, you know, my, my house, my neighborhood, and my, my city, my county, my state. You have to go out. I worry about my house. And what's going on? And in this country, we try to tell everyone else how they how they're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, the whole world is saying that we feel like we've been hypocritical in a lot of ways. Well, guys, we're down to the last two minutes of the show. It has been a great discussion. We have actually been able to uh, have some uh, great <laughs> session and. To be able to rid ourselves of uh, anything we had on our minds, it's been cathartic. I feel better. Josh, I know you feel better. Antoine, you feel better. I feel great. I'm ready for the Super Bowl, baby. What do you got? Next weekend? Again? That's Sunday. Yes. Yes. It's the GOAT versus the future GOAT. Well, I appreciate you both for joining in, Josh and Antoine, and for uh, helping me host this show tonight. And and a special thanks to all of my listeners and those who subscribe to my podcast. And I hope that you continue to stay engaged, stay safe, and until next time, thank you for joining in. Thank good, you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.